0: They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000
1: feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary.
0: DTW, Revoid, were Prohibited by Law. See terms and conditions 18.
1: Good evening. Good evening, everyone. And thank you for joining the Time for Change. Meet Success Podcast, I am your host, Troy Richardson, and tonight I am so excited because we have one of my veteran colleagues on the line, retired, recently retired, Sergeant First Class Mark Johnson. Good evening, Mark. How are you?
0: Hey, good evening, Troy. How are you? I'm doing extremely well. Doing well.
1: Man, I am fine and thank you for caring enough to even ask me that, Mark. I appreciate it. And and thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, taking time and away from your wonderful family. I just appreciate you so much. But um we're gonna get right into this because I want people to get to know you as the man, as the person and just um, a little bit more about you, Mark. So, um, let's just start it out. Where Where are you originally from, and and what molded you? What inspired you as a young as a young person?
0: Okay. Um, well, originally from North uh, New Jersey, uh, born and raised, North Linden, East Orange, uh, Roselle, Railway. Uh So, my mom and dad's uh, side of the family uh, is up that way. Uh, Immediately after uh, graduating high school in June of uh, of 1984, uh, you know, September uh, of 84, went into the military, uh, you know, so spent some time uh, where my basic training was at Fort Dix, New Jersey. Right from there, I went down to uh, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, where I was there for a total of six years. Uh, And then uh, from there, went over to uh, Germany. I was over in Germany uh, for five years. Um, and got out of the military in uh, 1996, uh, went up to New Jersey, and then moved down to the DMV area uh, in June of 1996. Uh, I've been down here, uh, you know, since then, uh, and it seems like just yesterday that I moved down to the area. And I uh, really don't know what inspired me to go into the military, but it was definitely a good move, uh, you know, to go into the military. And one thing that I've always wanted to do is to give back. Uh, you know, to my community, give back to the people. And my time serving in the military definitely molded me uh, to cross the path with some very influential people and meet some great friends, uh, you know, such as yourself, which is providing a platform uh, and an opportunity to share a little bit about uh, about who I am and about, you know, what, what my goals and aspirations are, uh, you know, for the future. Uh, so married a little over 22 years, have two uh, two boys, 21 year old. Uh, that's currently deployed right now, and the 15-year-old that's an avid basketball player. So, um, so definitely excited, uh, you know, about the
1: direction that we're going, and I love those two guys dearly. Okay, awesome, awesome. You just you just gave me everything in in one little spiel there, Mark. I appreciate that. But um, th- let's go back a little bit back into the childhood and because unless, you know, you, you always knew from the time you was like 10 years old you were going to be in the military, but what were you into growing up? Were you like most other teenagers, and, and what was your inspirations back then?
0: Uh, my inspirations back then, growing up, uh, you know, uh, my mom and, you know, were well, very, very close and family-oriented, and, and cousins, my first cousins, we're, were really not like cousins. We really like, uh brothers and sisters. Uh, So growing up, I was always either in school, uh, either in church or working, but church is what really molded me uh, into who I am. Uh, So the late Pastor Caldwell Thomas, uh, you know, was was under his mentorship, and uh, I I thank God, you know, so much, you know, for what he had put into me and what he's allowed me to do under his ministry. Um, Because when I really look back on it, uh, my dad always spoke, Uh, uh, certain things into me, and then it's like he just gave me to ministry to where I I was always put around the right people to guide my path, uh, you know, in the right direction. So growing up in church gave me a a, a good foundation to understand who God is. And oftentimes it's said that, you know, people grow up in the church, but church is not all the time in, in them. So once I, you know, went out on my own, I really understood that dynamic. So growing up in church really allowed me to understand who God is and what my life is is really intended for, and that's to give back to people. So my life is really not for me; it, it, it's 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 for uh, you know just the giving of everybody that I come into contact with.
1: Right. well said, Mark. Um, and and you, you mentioned mom, you mentioned dad, and you you mentioned church, and those are three core. Ingredients of a solid man with a solid foundation, um so I commend you on that and commend your parents for raising uh a, a, just a, an amazing young man um so again, I appreciate that now let's let's move um back to the military when you first went in. What did it feel like? you know I remember when my first night I was like a little shocked, but what was your first um, you know, experience, how did you feel that first night when you, when you arrived?
0: Oh, man, that, that first night I arrived. Now, we went in, and that's when the drill sergeants can do whatever and say whatever to you. And I think my cycle was the first cycle. They put the guidelines to what the drill sergeants couldn't do, but the drill sergeants weren't here, and they were going to have their fun until after my platoon uh, um, uh, was done. So my first night there, was like, man, what have I gotten into? Getting off, the <laughs> vehicle, getting off the vehicle and talking and saying whatever they wanted to say, however they wanted to say it. it was like, man, how did I wind up here? But, but in, in, in the back of the recesses of my mind, as soon as I left New Jersey, I left New Jersey because I knew, I, knew I, I wanted a change. Didn't know how much of a change I needed or how much of a change would take place until I got to basic training. And my first thought is like, man, what have I gotten myself
1: into? I think um, most, most would, would agree with that sentiment exactly. Um, and then you got over it. You, you, you started to, you know, make your own way. And, and when did you feel like, okay, this is, this is it. Let's make this happen. I'm good to go now. When did you get that feeling?
0: Oh, I, I got that feeling uh, when at my first duty station at Fort Bragg. Because actually, you know, in BASIC, I had told my drill sergeant, hey, drill sergeant, I, I want to go. I, don't, I just don't want to be here. He said, well, where do you want to go back to? I said, I just want to go back home. Uh, and he said, okay, we're going to get the paperwork started. And I, I just thank God that they didn't get the paperwork started. Um, and then from that point, they saw something in me, and they started paying more attention to me and started putting me in leadership positions. And then that's when the dynamic of, okay, well, this, this can really be fun. But the turning point was when I was down at Fort because I was pretty much a knucklehead, stronghead. Hey, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. But being in the military it's a game. Once you figure out the game, it, it, it's a lot easier. So I had to run in with an E4, and I was an E3. So my sergeant, you know, who was an E5, he pulled me over to the side. And when you're in the military, they, you know, your last name, they kind of it. So my, my last name is Johnson, but they called me Jay. He was like, hey, Jay, if you really stand and, and and look at what you're doing, he said, you're a good leader. He said, but you're putting yourself in a bad position. All you have to do is do what you're required to do. Anybody that outranks you, you, you have to give them that respect. You don't have to like them, but you have to respect them. So he said, I'm going to let you sit in this room for a little bit, and I want you to think about it. And when you leave from out of here, I want you to go back and apologize to that uh, that E4, and I want you to just – and right at that moment, he left me in a room, so I sat down and thought about it. I said, man, if I don't straighten up, where am I – what am I going back to, first and foremost, and just wh- what are the opportunities back home? And I didn't want to be part of the environment that I left. So I immediately made a decision to change and just to listen to the people that were around me, because I – God just put put some good people in my path, so it was that moment that things really shifted in my in my career. Just literally took off from that point. So it was it, it was at uh, at Fort Bragg, uh, having to run in with someone that outranks me, with me really not understanding that I had to listen to them. and it was all for the good. Because back then we, we we had great leadership.
1: No, that's that's awesome that you were able to just. Um... You know, re- rethink, and you had a good leader give you some solid advice. But the the you listen, you know. Some people might not mm-hmm. listen and just continue to do it their way, but you you had enough introspect to just listen and and figure it out, and that's 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 real good. And, and the the veteran community, let's talk about that a little bit because it is different yeah. than the civilian community when you're around. Um, a bunch of veterans let 's just talk about that. Let the people know from your perspective how it is in a in a veteran community in an environment how everyone gets along and and, and everyone is just for everyone let 's speak about that a little bit
0: oh yeah a, a, a nice
1: good good community
0: whenever a veteran meets a veteran is automatic what can I do to make you better or what can I do? to to, uh, point you uh, in in a good direction because, you know, being a civilian person, going into the military environment, they teach you how to really depend on systems and other people. They really teach you the importance of teamwork, Uh, and no man is never successful on his own. So when when you deal with the the, the civilian sector, the mindset is totally, totally different, and almost uh, so much to the point when you're dealing with the civilian sector, it's like they're just out there wandering, really not knowing which way to go or what to do. But the veterans community, uh, once you've really uh, punch the clock and served your time, you always look for that network because it's a community, uh, you know, within itself. It's a community within a community. And it's always our intent. is always our purpose. Hey, what can I do to make you better? Or what is it that you need? And, and, and we never think about ourselves. We always, always, always put other people before us. And that's why I thank God I had the opportunity to serve because it just gave me, uh, you know, the mindset of not only do you have the God Foundation, but now you have the servant foundation that makes you more of a rounded uh, rounded person. But I love, I love, I love the veteran community. The mindset is just different.
1: No, so yes, you, you hit it right on, the, right on the head there on point there's really no other environment that is unified like the veteran's environment and as you said whenever you run into another veteran it's it's automatic respect and how are you doing and you know a lot of times it's hugs and high fives and just reminiscing on each other's experience and You know, you never stop serving. I tell people all the time, they say, thank you for your service. I said, I appreciate that, but I'm still serving. You know, I will serve until my last breath, and I know you feel the same way. And let me just use that as a segue, how you're continuing to serve um, your community from a health perspective. Um, Let's talk about what you're doing in the community, helping people with their health. Yes. Well, what I'm doing, helping people with
0: their health, is uh, Jawan Howard. Uh, you know who's the he's a coach for Michigan University. He introduced uh, the the CBD product, which is a cannabis product, to our organization. When he uh, introduced that to our organization, we really didn't have the full grasp, and the the communities that we were introducing it to, they really didn't understand it neither. But as we began to get educated, uh, it, it really made the big difference, and and you know, educating individuals on the CBD product is something that's going to be ongoing. Uh, and within the next five years, uh, either, either individuals will be taking CBD or either they'll know someone that's taking it. And right now, most of the, you know, a lot of individuals know individuals that are taking it, but just educating individuals on it. Uh, now, now, my experience with, with the CBD, once I put my retirement papers in, once I put my papers in uh, to retire, um you know the the dynamics uh you know changed you know tremendously so my anxiety was was at an all time high so from anxiety uh to migraine, headaches um you know as well as joint pains and during my retirement physical what happened is uh in march uh you know men we have our PSA uh you know which which is a um, uh, a reading that we get to monitor uh, for for cancer. So my PSA count was at 2.9 in March of 2018. In April, it went to 3.1. So when it went to 3.1, my doctor had called me and he said, hey, Mark, well, we have to have a discussion. I said, is everything okay? He said, well, you know, just come on into the office. So I went into the office, uh, you know, and, and had a discussion with him. And he said, well, your PSA count is rather high. So what I want you to do is in July... Uh, I want you to come and, and do uh, another PSA exam, and that's when your know, your prostate is checked. So until then, I went through some expenses, some other checks to make sure that everything else was okay. So w- with us having the CBD product, with me being in uniform, first and foremost, uh, the military had put out an alert message uh, dated uh, April 2018. I heard about it, but I wasn't sure about it, but once – uh, you know, I was told about my PSD count being rather high, and I had asked my doctor, well, what is the safe zone? And he said the safe zone is 0.18 to 4.0. If it had gotten over 4.0, then that's when chemotherapy as well as radiation was going to be involved. So I got the Alarac message and read it. And the gist of the Alarac message, it, 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 it talks about CBD for the total forces from the vaping aspect. But then down in uh, in paragraph uh, paragraph 4, 4D, four it talks about the health aspects of it. It says, you know, currently being studied for potential therapeutic use. So with, with, with me understanding the benefits of the CBD, I started taking it the month of July, the 1,500 milligrams for the month of July. Uh, and then I went back July the 29th to take my PSA count. Now, remember, March it was 2.9, and April it went to 3.1. May and June, we didn't take it. In July, when they did, it, when they did the PSA uh, uh, exam again, it went down to 2.64. Now, the dynamic with that, with me being in uniform, CBD supposedly, you know, is, uh, you know, off-limits to, uh, to soldiers. And the reason it was off-limits to soldiers because you had some soldiers at Fort Bragg as well as Camp Lejeune. They vaped the, uh, a CBD product that had THC in it and it caused them to go to the emergency room. So since the military didn't understand it, they just put out a blanket message, hey, CBD is off-limits, mainly from the vaping aspect, but under the umbrella of CBD, which made it off-limits to uh, the military soldiers. So once I got the results for myself, not just for my PSA, but for my anxiety, because the environment that I was working in, I mean, stress levels at an all-time high, so one time, as soon as I got to the house, first all was up. Took the 1,500 tinctures, and literally within seconds, my, my, my uh, I, I was able to balance out. So since then, my my whole goal is to get it out to the military community, and, and to uh, and, and I'm on a pursuit to find the ear of someone that's still in uniform that will understand CBD and allow soldiers to take it while they're in uniform with specific guidelines. Because again, it's good for the total forces. Even it's even good toward uh, towards and for uh, PTSD. I know that's a that that that's a long uh, a, a long uh, response to your question. But but when I got those results, I just got excited about it. Of course, now I'm a product of the product, and I know that it works. And when I told my 15-year-old son about the possible cancer uh, that could have happened, these 1,500 uh, tinctures is what caused it not to happen
1: no mark um that response is 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 needed and and again um as we join in this this fight together um to save lives especially with the veterans with the suicides happening 18 to 22 every day um we we have to intervene um cuz again my campaign is every day is veterans day is is it's serious it's a mission it's a movement that um I'm so passionate about so uh, again I look forward to joining together and, and serving the veteran community and getting that word out there um as many veterans will hear this podcast and, again, I know the the veteran community is talking about medical marijuana. We don't need to go there. There's CBD. You don't have to worry about no edibles, no smoking. You just take the oils, and it's safe. The World Health Organization has deemed CBD as safe, no side effects. So there's no reason, no reason to put it off any longer. Um the narcotics, the opioids have to go away. There is a solution. And I'm talking right now to the VA. I'm talking to the active military officers and the boards. Listen, let's save our servicemen and service women today. Okay? Because today, unfortunately, 18 to 22 servicemen and service women took their life. And that cannot be. So let's make a difference, and let's just join together and 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 just have a profound effect on our veteran community. But Mark, I, I appreciate you so much in just your your words and your your passion, and what do we have to look forward to as the years, the months, the days ahead, how are you going to continue to make that difference?
0: Well, the way I'm going to continue to make that difference uh, is first and foremost, uh, you know, with my son, with the one that's been active. Um, and and you, with you mentioning the suicides within the, uh, the ranks, losing one person is one, it, 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 it's too many. Uh, and one thing that the leaders have to do is pay attention to the soldiers first and foremost. And, and, and the second thing is really understand the, the, the benefits of uh, the CBD that we have because there's a threshold, um, and, and the threshold according to the, the military guidelines, the different periodicals that are, that are out there, and I had Googled some information even prior to this call, the threshold is 0.3%, which, which is the legal limit. But the, the danger dynamic of, of CBD in the military community is when they vape it and they really don't have a certificate of analysis that validates the content of the CBD that they are vaping. Because, again, the vaping, uh, um, when when the soldiers at at Fort Bragg as well as Camp Lejeune vaped it and sent them to the emergency room, that's what threw up the red flag uh, with the military. But every time I come across, uh, you know, a, a veteran or a soldier, whether they're in uniform or out of uniform, I'm always having a conversation with them to see where their mind is because sometimes a soldier in uniform as well as a soldier out of uniform, all they want to do is talk to someone, just have a conversation. And that's, that's extremely therapeutic to them. And whenever you talk to a, uh, to a veteran, you don't know a lot of things that they're processing, a lot of triggers that they're going through, but just having that conversation with you uh, or with anyone kind of puts them in an environment where they can really, really be themselves. So what I'm doing and and what I always practice to do whenever I see someone in uniform or even if I see them that's wearing a hat that shows that they have served, my first response is, hey, thank you for your service. And then that's when the conversations start, uh, you know, to bridge the gap and to develop a friendship uh, with them as our paths cross.
1: No, absolutely. Everything starts with the conversation. A simple hello, how's your day going um, can lead into, You discovering so much about someone, um, what they're going through and, and, you know, and and just learning a little bit more about them and, and, you know, maybe discovering a need that you might be able to provide. It just might be conversation. You just never know. But it starts with um, a simple hello uh, most of the time. And... um, we we talk about the CBD and we know there's so many CBD products out there. The market is getting flooded. Everyone's trying to exploit it, but not every CBD product is made equally. And as you mentioned, Juwan Howard, um, the oxygen CBD brand, it's, it's clean. Every product has a certificate of analysis to prove the authenticity of the product. So when you approach a veteran or you're talking to a veteran community or an organization, you have the confidence that you are providing something that is not going to have an adverse effect on them. And that's got to be a great feeling to know that you are paired with a two-time NBA champion and, as you said, the current University of Michigan Wolverines head basketball coach. Can you talk about that, just, just, just that having that to provide the people? How does that make you feel?
0: Oh, that, that, that makes me feel extremely comfortable in the product that we have, because a lot of the CBD, people are just catching in on it. Of course, CBD is projected. It was at one time projected to be a $22 billion industry, but now the projections actually went higher than that. Now it's projected to be a $30 billion industry, and that number is steadily, uh, is steadily going to increase. When you buy CBD and you don't get a certificate of analysis, you're just assuming that what you're buying is authentic. And that is not, that is not, that is not, that is not the case. So if you can find a CBD distributor, find someone, first and foremost, who you, who you trust, second, someone that you like, and the third, if a, if a certificate or when a certificate of analysis can be done, and each, each uh, a bottle or each product, it's tested to make sure uh, it's safe, uh, you know, for the individual that's going to be using it. So that's something that, that we're able to uh, to provide. So having that is extremely, extremely, extremely important. Because just like you mentioned, not not all CBD uh, is, is created equal. It's not the same. Everybody's just you know going for the money, but they're not necessarily concerned about the end user, uh, you know, that you know that the health risk that they're taking by them not standing behind what the ingredients say.
1: Absolutely. And you you mentioned PTSD and anxiety, and I know there's so many other uh, illnesses and conditions that CBD is able to help. Can you mention some of those?
0: Oh, yes. I I can go down the list of them. when I go down the list, the soldiers probably can relate to about 80% of it, and, and the the, uh, the things that it will help uh, relieve towards is arthritis, migraines, joint pain, neck pain, carpal tunnel, diabetic pain, uh, tendinitis, back pain, headaches, knee pain, bursitis, cramp, gout, tinnitus, anxiety, muscle tension, uh, insomnia, plantar fasciitis, sprains and bruises, multiple sclerosis pains, uh, rheumatoid seizures, nerve pain, depression, Nausea, vomiting, sciatica, inflammation, uh, pain, neurodegenerative diseases, uh, you know, to, to include PTSD. And those are just a few of the things that uh, that it helped towards. Now, for anybody that served, whether it's, whether you served one day or 40 years, because at some point, you know, they're going to kick you out. You can't oh, well, you to can make the military your home. But at some point, they're going to say, hey, you, you have to go. <laughs> when you leave, your body is not the same as it was when you went in. Because even just going through basic, you know, you, you're going through some physical conditioning that's changing how your body responds to, one, to pain and also to good conditioning. So one of these things, if not more, you're going you, to have reoccurring issues from uh, by the time you, you, you decide to end uh, your enlistment, uh, you know, with the military. So CBD is good towards all of these, and there, there are no known side effects. So that's the great thing. The most of the medicine that that's uh, um, that the FDA approves, you know, it, there there are tremendous side effects from it. But CBD, no known side effects at all. But tremendous, tremendous testimonials of, of huge benefits of it.
1: So that is special. And, and folks, if you're just joining us, we are talking with retired Sergeant First Class from the U.S. Army, Mr. Mark Johnson, and we have covered a great deal of information that is vital, especially for the veteran community. But anyone is going to be able to utilize the information that we went over to tonight to help them have a better quality, uh, a healthier life, um, not only now starting immediately if you'd like to, but definitely as you move forward and Take care of your family and your friends, your community, your your church community, your neighborhood, and we just all have to come together and make a difference because um, our health is, is, is at high risk, our nutrition is at high risk, financial literacy. You could just go across the board, folks, but we have to take care of our health because that's going to drive everything. If we're not healthy, and then our whole rest of our life is going to be affected. So just please listen to this podcast, share the information, listen to it two or three times if you have to. But it's here for you. It's here to make a difference. Now, Mark, 23 years you spent in the U.S. Army, and you, you you experienced CBD while you were still active duty, and you're still a, an advocate for CBD. Can you see any reason can you find any valid objection why CBD should not be used in today's military?
0: No, I I cannot find a valid objection. The only the only valid objection that that I can kind of sort of put in there is the leadership that has the the the, the opportunity and a platform to make a difference with it hasn 't educated themselves on the benefits of it that, that that's the only uh, the only block of of the floodgates being open for uh, for the soldiers marijuana is the, the, the actual marijuana itself that's, that, that's not necessarily the cure or, or the, the 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 end all be all um, thing that's needed The CBD that we have on hand i i, I would i would highly 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 recommend it. It just it just makes sense and I'm just a I'm I'm a product of the product.
1: Yeah, you, you heard it firsthand. Again, Sergeant First Class, retired US Army Mark Johnson. And we have several veterans testimonies from depression and cancer and on and on and on that we can provide. Um living proof, living testimony. So again, as this podcast is going to reach our leaders in the military and with the Veterans Administration and and other organizations that can make a difference just by signing a piece of paper. And you will start to save veterans' lives by signing a piece of paper. That's all it's going to take, folks. So again, thank you, Mark. But before we, I just want to open it up because I do have a an ending question that I I ask all my guests um, at the end of this, but I just want to open it up to anyone to see if they have any questions for Mark or myself or they might want to make a comment. The lines are open.
0: Okay, Troy. While we're waiting on questions, one you know, I, I really want to thank you uh, for this opportunity and thank you for being the voice for the community uh, because it's not all the time that uh, you know that that you can find a veteran that has this type of platform to get this message out to other veterans to where uh, you know just things like this can uh, you know can and will go viral to bring awareness to the benefits of of CVD, bring a benefits to the health. Uh, concern of the, uh, of the total forces, reading things in the newspaper about uh, the number of suicides per year, th- this, is, this is a solution for it, and you're, you're providing the access and a doorway to really, really get the message out there. And, and my hand up, is off to you, and I really applaud you for allowing this time and allowing this opportunity for many to come on here and share, uh, you know, their knowledge and experience to save, if we save one life, when we save one life, we, re- we really have done a tremendous thing. And I just want to thank you uh, for the time and the opportunity.
1: Well, amen, brother. And I, I appreciate that. And, and the same goes to you because um, we're in this journey together. And as you said, I, I believe I am a voice, and, and God has put me in this position to do this, and I embrace it. I'm the one for it because I'm willing to go through a door, Um to save that one life. I'm willing to offend someone by saying the right thing, maybe at the wrong time, but it doesn't matter because saving lives, saving our veterans lives, but anyone's life is more important to me than someone liking me. So again, barriers are broken down when when people are willing to sacrifice um, their own good. As you said, we, we put others before ourselves. And that's the way I was raised by my mother, God rest her soul, and also what I learned in the church also. So I'm always going to put other people before myself. As, we, as you're from New Jersey, I'm from New York, we're going to give somebody our last slice. You know what I mean? You're going to get that last slice of the pizza. If, if it's my pizza, you're going to get the last slice. So I have no problem sacrificing because that's the way we were built, and that's what we will both continue to do. And, again, um, we're we're just getting started because, again, I cannot wait to get this recorded podcast out to the veteran community. And, you know, we have things lined up. Um, You know, a couple things have gotten canceled because of the coronavirus, but hopefully that will start to subside and we'll be able to get out there and and meet with the veterans groups and and be able to see them firsthand and let them sample product and just make a difference. But um, I guess we're not going to have any questions, so let me ask my closing question, Mark. And that question is, if you could have dinner, with any individual or any group of individuals, who would that be and what would the dinner consist of?
0: A uh, well, great, great question. Um, if I were to have dinner and pick, uh, uh, pick, pick a group of individuals, it would be with the chief surgeons that have the opportunity to make the decision about the health direction of the total force and it'll be at a simple place it'll be at Starbucks uh you know um, um they say you know you you can learn a whole lot you know just by grabbing a cup of coffee so the the dinner would be solid and the uh the uh the uh, the subject matter of that dinner would be the health direction of the total force because there's no greater organization there's no greater brain to pick than those that are in the medical profession so i would have one Uh, a a doctor that understands CBD and an audience of those that are inquisitive about CBD. And having the ones that that are inquisitive about CBD to question the one that has the knowledge, experience uh, from from a a position of strength because they've used the product that we have on hand, so that way all their questions can be answered. So when they get in front of the decision makers, they can now speak from a position of strength because all we did, we had a conversation over salad and a cup of coffee, and for some, uh, 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 a glass or a cup of water. That that would be the ideal meal for me.
1: Hey, I mean, <laughs> that's powerful. That is that is a powerful response. Um, I wouldn't expect anything less from you, and you're always thinking about the total force. That's um, that's commendable, Mark. Again. I appreciate that so much and and again, thank you for sharing your thoughts and your powerful testimony, your words as we continue this fight again. We're gonna have to do this again for sure because there's so much happening. we're gonna have to come back and and just share some more information that um that this journey is going to take us on. but I appreciate you again, please thank your family, thank your wife for lending you to us for a few moments and again thank you so much thanks everyone for joining in and please again folks please share this podcast let's just help save someone's life and make a difference everyone thank you again god bless you and have a great evening